I am super excited, elated, enthusiastic about this day, uh, about this journey. And I want to welcome you all to the boss meeting. Truly, this is a place where we boss up and really become who we are designed to come, become. And that's what it's really all about. So let us start with our daily declaration. If you would place your hand over your heart and repeat after me, I will move forward daily. I will move forward, move daily. forward daily. I will create positive daily habits. I will create positive daily habits. I am grateful. I am grateful. I win. I win. Yeah. I deserve to make multiple millions of dollars. I deserve, I deserve to, make, to multiple make multiple millions, millions of dollars. I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I will I learn, learn, unlearn, and, and relearn daily. daily. I will focus on one activity at a time to get in my flow. I will focus, I will focus on, one, on one activity at a time, at a time to get in to my, get flow. In my flow. I will manage my time wisely because it's one of my most precious commodities. I will manage my time wisely because it's one of my most precious commodities. I am fearless. I am fearless. Fearless. I am a genius. I am a genius. I am limitless. I am limitless. I expect great things without evidence. I expect great things without evidence. Wait a minute. Repeat that one again. I accept great things without evidence. I expect great things without evidence. Great things without evidence. Okay. I expect great things without evidence. I walk in love because I, I am I walk, I in, walk love in love because, because I, am I am love. And we win. And we, and we win. win. I have a multi-millionaire mind. I have a multi-millionaire mind. Um, wow. I I was just telling Sister mm-hmm. Ayo that um, this book we don't need to rush through it. We actually really need to go through it and really gain some of the things. We probably don't have to read the whole thing. What book you talking about? I'm talking about the E-Myth Revisited. Okay. And I was just reading it this morning because I didn't do the reading this weekend. And uh, it just blew me away. It blew me away. And it's like, <clears throat> have you ever felt that everything that you've been going through has prepared you for the very moment that you're in. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but that's how I felt. That's how I feel. I feel that God has really favored me and I, I'm trying to hold back the tears. Um, he has really favored me 
and favored us as a group as well and has brought us to this place for such a time as this. And reading this book, it you know how when you realize that delays are important, what you do every day is important. And it's all a part of the plan that God has. And when you realize, and it's, it's, you know, you have to, it's a balance. It's a really balance because you have to realize that you're in control of your environment, but the ultimate control is a God. And he already know what he's, what you're going to do when you're going to do it. So it's hard to, it's not hard, but it's uh, challenging to operate in both or look at both spectrums and believe both spectrums. Um, And, um, but it's by design. Can y'all believe that? It's by design. It's, It's by design. You are designed who God says you are because tell me, do y'all, what y'all think about that? Because I know it's, uh, you are designed by God and God, God knows who you are. And he, he's said some things about you that you can grow to or achieve because of him um, knowing you. Do y'all believe that? Well, Go ahead. I yeah, believe it, I, 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 I be disappointed in myself because seem like I don't be living up to what he say I am. Okay. Now, was- like, like when, um, like about me getting um arrested, and um, I was, you know, trying to look at the good in in that in it mm-hmm. okay you know and um the good that came out of it was me being able to be in that be in the dispensary you know class so now i qualified for the dispensary class and um when i went to orientation they told me that if we got in, if we in the lottery and stuff like that, they can help us get our our lot our names and stuff pulled and, and stuff like that. Wow! From being, you know, in the class, um, and you know, I learned a lot of, and they put me in touch with a lot of people, you know, um rich people, millionaires that's in the industry that I can, you know, meet and talk with and, you know, um, really be a part and, you know, um, grow in that, in that field. Yes. Yes. Wow. That is a blessing. That's, that is simply marvelous as brother Joe would say, um, 
And that's the, that's the thing. And so we've been groomed. Can y'all see that? We've been groomed to be where we are today. Just the way you expressed that, Io, was magnificent. Because you were looking. Why were you looking for what good was going to come out of that? It's because of your exposure, right? What we've been doing here at the boss meeting and what we've been learning. Right. And and so you expected or wanted or hoped for the good because you didn't see it at first, but you no. were hoping for the good because you wanted to believe that good was going to come out of it. Yes. Because of what you've been exposed to and what we've been talking about and how we've been dealing with it. And so that warms my heart because he, he is, he knows what he's doing and he, he allows things to happen in our lives that we don't always understand. We don't always get, but if we could just trust him, we'll find ourselves at a place where he has designed for us to be. Right. Cause I kept first looking at the negative of it. Like I'm 49 years old and what am I doing here? I then went to Europe, England, and why am I here? <laughs> I don't understand. You can't go those places and then go to jail. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you know, yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of confusion to me. Like, okay, am I? Are you going backwards now, or what's going on here? And knocking on fitty dough, right? <laughs> I'm so excited for you, um, and Sister Brenda. We were getting feedback, so I muted you. So if you need to say something, please unmute and. Say what you have to say, because we love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, it's it's by design, y'all. It's by design. And when we can realize the designer is crazy about us and he loves us and he wants us to uh, excel in life. And because when we excel, we bring we highlight his benefits. We highlight who he is. And that's what he, that's what he's taught. That's what he desires. That's, that's what it's all about. Right. To give him glory. <laughs> yes. To give him honor, to give him praise. That's what it's all about. And, and so when we realize that the pure situations that we find ourselves in um, are really beneficial for us because when, even if it's a delay, it's because there's a certain thing that's in us that needs to come out or something that needs to be exposed. And so good there's good morning. So good there's, morning. there's always something that we need to learn. And it's for us. It's not happening to us. It's happening for us. And when we, God, 
when we can grasp that concept, it just makes life so much better. So your your delays, Miss Brenda, and not really knowing, you know, wanting having a desire to do something great, but not really filling the space like but it just seems like I'm 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 chasing I'm chasing my tail. It's, it's like I I don't I have a desire to do it, but I don't know really how to implement it, how how it's going to unfold in my life. But I do I have the desire and and I want to grow and I I want to take this on and I want to experience what I can experience through this process. But it's just. I don't know. It, it's just, it, I have the desire though. And, and that desire keeps you motivated, right? Until that, that, that aha moment, like, oh, uh, this is it, right? And that was kind of where <clears throat> I am and I was just a few moments ago um, until I was reading this book and I was like, man, this, this is just incredible. This is just incredible. And it's a culmination of what we've been talking about and where we, where we are. So can I read this? I want to read this. And this book is just simply amazing. And I wish I would have taken advantage of uh, Phil and Susan while they were reading the book. And I was wondering why it was taking so long, but I see why it was taking so long. I mean, they was reading the book. They were reading this book when we first started. And I was the part of the reason why I didn't join their group is because I started bowling. I was bowling on Monday nights. Okay. Uh, And so while they were doing the, when they were doing the book, I was preparing for bowling and so i was normally in the bowling alley so let's let's look at this listen please it says you may think and i'm reading from chapter 15 of um, the e-myth revisited and it's it it's going to set a scene and so i want you all to listen it says you may think that successful implementation of a management system is dependent on finding amazing, competent managers, people with finely honed people skills, with degrees for management schools, with highly sophisticated techniques for dealing with and developing their people. It isn't. You don't need such people, nor can you afford them. In fact, they will be the bane of your experience. What you need instead is a management system. The system will become your management strategy, the means from which your franchise prototype produces the results you want. The system will become your solution to the problem that beset you because of the unpredictability of your people. The system will transform your people's 
people problems into an opportunity by orchestrating the process by the which the management decisions are made while eliminating the need for such decisions whenever and wherever possible. It is a system designed by your prototype to produce a marketing result. And so this is, this is, this is very powerful. And I know you're probably not getting what I'm saying right now, but it's going to all make sense as we continue to read. And the more the, and, and the more automatic that that system is, the more effective your franchise prototype will be. And when I'm thinking about franchise prototype, I'm thinking about blockchain everything. And we have a lot of goals that we want to reach with blockchain everything. But the heart of it is to move the needle of those that are impoverished and um, underprivileged right? To bring them out of poverty, to change their mindset, and to bring them clean water and resources. So we we have to, with using blockchain technology, so we have to be able to do that in an effective way uh, by creating a system that will deliver our deliverables um, exactly how we want it every time just like where we talked about McDonald's and and whether you get it from South Carolina or you get it in China, the fries are going to be the same. The Big Mac is going to be the same. That's, That's what we're talking about. So wherever a person enters our system, our ecosystem, I want their experience to be the same. Now, this is not going to be an easy task, but it's going to be a necessary task so that we can move the needle. We can actually move the needle. Because if, as Dr. Claude Anderson said, in the last hundred years, none of our movements have moved the needle um, of those, uh, how many African-Americans are impoverished, then we, we got a great task in front of us. But everywhere you enter into blockchain, everything, we want the experience to be outstanding and relevant to where you are and where you want to go. And even if you don't know where you are and where you want to go, we can show you, right, and give you a desire to go higher. That, that's what this did to me. And so it, it, it and I had that, and it, it's just pulling it all together on how to do it. Listen to this. Um, its purpose, it says it's a marketing tool. Its purpose is not to just create an efficient prototype, but a, an, an effective one. So I was thinking about some of the things that we were doing with um, the bingo and how that we were dropping the ball with uh, some of the, uh, our people that we were, we were um, getting to join the bingo. And, um, you know, we need to create a system that that doesn't happen. But we, we have to anticipate 
And when we anticipate because we're geniuses, we can we can eliminate a lot of those pitfalls. Right. And then when we do experience pitfalls, we just learn and re re readjust. We adjust, we modify and we just keep on moving. And we implement it in every phase of our our business plan. An effective prototype is a business that. Yes, sir. That's 100. Yes. An effective prototype is a business that finds and keeps customers profitably better than any other. See, we keep customers profitably better than any other. Let's look at how such a system was put into practice by a resort hotel I patronized over the past 17 years. This story is uh, absolutely incredible. It says a match, a mint, a cup of coffee, and a newspaper. The first time it was an accident, that is, an accident for me. I hadn't planned to go there. I've been driving from for seven hours and tired of the road decided to stop for the night going before going on to San Francisco. Welcome brothers on time, brother Jake. Um, we're reading from the E-Myth revisited chapter 15. Um, the hotel, the hotel was located in Redwood Grove overlooking the Pacific. By the time I walked into the lobby, the sun was setting and the grove had turned dark as pitch. Instantly, something told me that I was in a special place. The lobby lobby was warmly lighted or lit. Um, Redwood paneling reflected the red glow of the light onto beige overstuffed couches that hugged the three walls surrounding the reception desk. A long, dark wood table faced the front door through which I had just entered. On the table rested a huge woven Indian basket overflowing with fresh fruit. Excuse me. Beside the basket stood a massive bronze lamp. Its deep burnished light bounced off the fruit, adding a festive look to the room. Running the full length of the table and falling down on either end almost to the floor was an intrinsically crocheted linen cloth. Its bright, exotic patterns accentuated the colors of the fruit, the bronze of the lamp, and the deep red or orch of the walls. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. At the far side of the table, against the far wall in a massive firestone firestone fireplace, a roaring fire filled the room with the cheerful crackling of its ferociously burning oak logs. Even if I hadn't been so tired, the contrast between the heat of the flames on my face and the cold of the night at the back at my back would have been enough to attract me to the room as it was I practically melted with delight 
Behind the reception desk, a woman appeared dressed in a freshly starched red, green, and white Jinham blouse and a deep red orchard shirt. A pin with the logo of the hotel atop of the red orchard ribbon decorated her blouse like a badge of honor. A matching ribbon held her hair hair back from a glowing face. Welcome to the Venetia, she smiled warmly. It took no more than three minutes from the moment she spoke that greeting to the time the bellboy ushered me into my room. Despite the fact that I had no reservation, I couldn't believe the ease with which all it all happened. And the room. The overall impression was on one of the understated opulence, thick, muted pastel wall-to-wall carpeting, a four-postered king-size white pen bed covered by a magnificent, impeccable clean white-on-white quilt. Original graphics depicted scenes and birds of the Pacific Northwest gazing, grazing the rough-hewn elegance of the natural cedar walls. A stone fireplace with oak logs already prepared and waiting for the great on the grate for the fire someone knew I would appreciate. Paper rolled uh, ceremoniously beneath the grate and an elegant oversized matching line match, oversized match lying diagonally across the hearth waiting to be struck. Delighted with my good fortune, I changed for dinner. The woman at the desk had made a reservation when I checked in, when she checked me in. I walked out into the night to find the restaurant. A a sign by the path outside of my room pointed me down another well-lit path through the dark red wood grove. The night air was still and clear. In the distance, I could hear the hushed, rhythmic pattern of the ocean, Pacific Ocean surf, or was it my imagination? It scarcely mattered, mattered. an aura of magic surrounded the place. The restaurant stood on a knoll overlooking the hotel and the ocean. Until I went inside, I hadn't seen another person, but the restaurant was crowded. I gave the maitre d' my name, and he immediately showed me to a table, despite the fact that other people were waiting. Eventually, reservations meant, oh, evidently, reservations meant something in this restaurant. The meal was as delightful as everything I had experienced before it. The food attractively prepared, the service attentive yet unobtrusive. <clears throat> I lingered over a glass of brandy while enjoying a classical guitarist who played a selection of Bosch, fugues, uh, fugues for my dinner 
for the dinner guest. I signed the check and returned to my room, noting on the way that the lights had been turned up on the path, apparently to compensate for the growing darkness. By the time I arrived at my room, the night had become chilly. I was looking forward to a fire and possibly another brandy before going to bed. Somebody had beaten me to it. The brisk fire was burning in the fireplace. The quilt was turned down on my bed. The pillars were plumped up and a mint resting on each one. On, on one of the night tables beside the bed stood a glass of brandy and a card. I picked up the card and read, Welcome to your first day at the Ven Venetia. I hope it was I hope it has been enjoyable. If there is anything I can do for you, day or night, please don't hesitate to call. Kathy. <clears throat> As I drifted to sleep that evening, I felt very well taken care of. The following morning I woke to a strange bubbling sound in the bath in the bathroom. I rose I arose to investigate. A pot of coffee turned on by an automatic timer was merely merrily perking away on the sink counter. A card resting against the pot said, Enjoy your brand of coffee. Your brand of coffee enjoy Kate. <clears throat> As it was my and, and it was my brand of coffee. How in the world could they have known that? And then I remembered at the restaurant the night before, they had asked me what brand of coffee I preferred. And here it was. <clears throat> I, I was, <clears throat> pardon me, just as I caught on to what they had done, there was a polite knock on, at the door. I went to the door and opened it. Nobody. But there on the mat was a newspaper. My newspaper, the New York Times. How in the world did they know that? And then I remember when I checked in the night before the receptionist had asked me what newspaper I preferred. I hadn't given it another thought until now. And there it was. And exactly the same scenario was all occurred each and every time I returned. But after the first time, I was never asked my preferences again. I had become a part of the hotel's management system. And never once, and never once has it let me down. The system knows what I like and makes certain that I get it in exactly the same way at exactly the same time. What exactly had the system provided? A match, a mint, a cup of coffee, and a newspaper. But it wasn't the match, the mint, the cup of coffee, or the newspaper that did it. It was that somebody heard me. And they heard me every single time. The moment I walked into the room and felt the fire, I knew that somebody thought about me, had thought about what I wanted. I hadn't said a word, and yet they had heard me. The moment I saw the mints on the pillow, the, 
the turn down quilt and the brandy on the table. I knew that some, someone had thought about me, had thought about what I wanted. I hadn't said a word and yet they had heard me the moment I heard the coffee pot perking in the bathroom and I saw the car that identified it was as my brand, I remembered that someone had asked me for my preference. And they had heard my answer. The incident, I saw the newspaper and I recognized it was my newspaper. I remembered that someone had asked. And they had heard my answer. And it was totally automatic. Every single element was an orchestrated solution designed to produce a marketing result as integrated component of the hotel's management system. After my third visit to the hotel, I asked to speak with the manager. I wanted to find out how he was able to produce this identical results for me every single time. How could he make certain that someone would ask the right questions so as to ensure the correct results for each and every guest. It was because he hired extremely competent, or was it because he hired extremely competent people? Were the employees owners? Was it some kind of special incentive system? The manager was a young man of 29. He invited me into his office to talk. It was a well-lit, modest in size and overlooked a redwood grove I had walked through to get to the restaurant. His desk was clean and neatly organized, organized, not a loose paper in sight. This is a very orderly young man, I thought to myself. Perhaps he, he's the reason the hotel works so well. The young manager obviously enjoyed his job because he warmed immediately to the conversation about his work and the task of producing the results for which he was held accountable by the hotel's owner. You know, he said, smiling self-consciously, it's funny things. It's funny sitting here talking to you about what we do here at the hotel. Because until five months ago, the only experience I had in the hotel business was as a guest for two nights at a Holiday Inn in Fresco three years ago. In fact, he continued, before this job, I was working as a short order cook at a restaurant nearby. The owner and I got to know each other. He asked if I'd like to learn the hotel business. And before I knew it, he had hired me. He hired me. Everything I know about the hotel business, I have learned here. Here, let me show you. He reached behind the desk uh, for a red binder. Printed on the spine were the uh, initials OM and the logo of the hotel. What What we do here is simple. Anyone can do it. He opened the binder to the table of contents. This is our operation This is our operations manual. As you can see, it's nothing but a series of checklists. This is one, this one is a checklist for getting, for setting up a room. He opened the book to a yellow page. This group of yellow pages is, this group of pages is yellow. Everything in the manual is a color 
coded. It's color coded. Yellow has to do with the room setup. Blue is the guest support services. For instance, we light your fire at night, put mints on your pillow, and so on. Each checklist itemizes the specific steps each room support person must take to do his or her job. There are eight packages of checklists for each room support person waiting in their mailbox when they come to come in every day. Each package of checklists is used for one of the eight rooms the support room support person is accountable for. As a room support person goes about the process of taking care of his or her eight rooms, a checklist is completed to confirm that each accountability was performed according to the standards. As you can see, here are the bottom of the checklist is the is for the RSP to sign, indicating he or she did the prescribed work. To sign and not to not to have done the work is grounds for instant dismissal. But there's another part of the system that really makes it work. On the back of each checklist is a drawing of the specific room that identifies each task to be completed and the order in which it has to be done. The drawing takes the RSP through the routine and it, as they complete each task, the check off they check off the corresponding part of the drawing to show that it, it, it was done. With this drawing, we can train new people almost instantly and have them producing a result identical to that of a person who has been with us for quite some time. As added insurance, the RSP supervisor runs spots check every day to make certain that any errors are caught in time. He paused and smiled, but there are rarely any errors. The system works like a charm. There's an equi equally effective system of everything we do here. The fact is the owner worked it all out in advance. The lighting, the sauna, and the pool are timed electronically and synchronized with the seasons so that they deliver a predictable result to the guests. For example, you might have noticed that the night at night the outdoor lights increase in intensity as it gets darker. That's done automatically. No one has to think about it. I could give you lots of other examples, but I think you get the point. The whole thing was put together in a way that the owner believed would make a positive impression on our guests. But you'd be amazed at how many people come up to me after staying here just to thank me for how well they were treated. But it's not the big things they talk about. It's always the little things. I could understand and believe all he had said, but still had to ask how do you get your RSPs to use the checklist? How do you get them to use the system? Don't you, don't they get tired of the routine? Doesn't it get boring for them? Ah, said my willing host. That's where we really shine. And so, uh, 
the next part is just really, it's really amazing as well. What are your thoughts about, about that? Did he paint a great picture? Yes, he did paint a great picture and, um, It'll make you want to go to that place. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, I want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then, you know, everybody likes to feel good, and it seemed like they had it, they had it together. And um, like he said, he never, they never asked him any more questions when he came back. They automatically had it in their system that he what he likes and everything so they continued to do it and it was like amazing to him that they took such care and it's like he said it's not the big things it's the little stuff yeah and it was very intentional that's what i like about it It was very intentional it was very planned out it was very just meticulous so like one of the things that I guess annoys me is that has annoyed me is that if I joined your group, say if you, you did a marketing plan and I, I subscribe to it and, and, and say, now I'm a part of your group and I still get the messages saying, please join my group. Well, that's a glitch in your system. I'm already a part of your group. Why are you still asking me to join or take up this offer? And I already taken up the offer. You see? And so that's what, that's some of the things that we have to do is make sure that everything is, is precisely done. So when say they sign up for bingo, they automatically get a, a inbox letter or text message saying that, Hey, excuse me, saying that, Hey, we're excited that you're a part of our, our uh, fundraiser. And we want to be able to show you how this works and give them a short video as well as a little list of the things that they can expect from, from the bingo. Right. And then let them know, Hey, we got some other things going on here. You can check out our website, blah, blah, blah. We've entered your information, so you'll receive some things from time to time. And so, and and then we allow them to check off their preferences. I want to hear something every day. I want something every week, you know, this, that, and the other. And, and we honor that, and we have the system set up to honor everything that they say. Because I don't want to receive five emails a day from you. And we know about exposure and this, that, and the other, what people say, but I want to be a different person. I want to be a different corporation. I don't want to just continue to just just deliver to deliver, to say I delivered. I want to deliver intentionally and uh, on purpose and and precisely what you need. So if I ask you what's going on, and you, we talked a little bit about this like doing a survey once we go into the house and we, we get bring them clean water. Once we go into the house and bring them clean water, we ask them a series of questions. And be, based on their questions, now we know how to continue to market to them, 
right? Do they have anybody going to college? Uh, who who's working in the home and what type of work do they do? And this, that, and the other, and and just be very anybody playing games. You know, do they play games on their phone? Do they play it on on a television? Just asking a series of questions, and be, based on the questions, we know how to respond. Um, do they have four hundred one k? This, that, and the other. Oh, okay. This is how we can do this, and so and we put it all in a system where it just works automatically. Once we put a check by by it, that's the what the CRM does. Um, and I don't know what CRM stands for, but it it's a um, it it it's a marketing system that it puts you through a funnel, like you know, a system of uh, it manages you, customer. Relations management system. I think that's what it stands for. Uh, and it manages the customer. And so the customer, they can go on different peers. And if they get on this tier, that means that they go here, here, here. This is what happens to them. If they get on this tier, this is what happens to them. If they're on both of the, these tiers, this happens to them. And we can create a system because we're geniuses that it does it every time flawlessly and they can get an experience that they will love to come back. And what we hope that will happen is they become constant buyers from us and and they don't look any further for what they need. They'll find all their needs within our system. And they'll start upgrading their number of notifications from us. Well, I want to hear about this. I want to hear about this. I want to hear about this. What are, what y'all got going on? I do have a cousin that wants this. And can we put him in the system so that he can get what he needs or she can get what she needs? That's what I want to create. Okay. And we can do this. We can do this. So um, we got about 10 more minutes. I want to read this part because this part, this is chapter 16 your people strategy. And it really just really, it it rocked my world. Just let you know, it rocked my world. It says, how do I get my people to do what I want? This is one question I hear most often from small business owners. The answer is, and the answer I invariably give them is you can't. You can't get your people to do anything. If you want it done, I tell them, you're going to have to create an environment in which doing it is more important to your people than not doing it. Where doing it well becomes a way of life for them. Since that is the question most often asked of me, I have intrigued with the hotels manager. I I was intrigued with the hotel manager's answers to my question. How do you get your people to do what you want? His response was refreshing because it was so rare that I hear something like it. The first thing that surprised me when I came to work here, the manager said, was the owner took me seriously. The owner took me seriously. I mean, think about it. Here I was a kid with absolutely no experience in this business, but he never treated me that way. He treated me as though I were a serious adult, somebody worth talking to about what he obviously considered important. 
And that was the second thing that surprised me when I came to work here. The manager continued how seriously the boss took the operations of this hotel. I mean, it wasn't just that he took it seriously. Everyone I've ever worked with for was serious about his business. It was the kind of seriousness he had. It was as though the hotel was more than just a hotel to him. It was like the hotel was an expression of who he was, a symbol of what he believed in. So if I hadn't taken the hotel seriously, it would have looked like I wasn't taking him seriously. As a man whose values I expect, I respected. I guess that's why he took me seriously. It established a level of communication between us that made it possible for me to listen to what he believed in and how the hotel expressed those beliefs on a day-to-day basis. I never forgot my first day here, he went on. It was like I was being initiated into a fraternity or something. It was right here that it happened. He waved his arm in the circle, indicating the office in which we were sitting. This used to be his office. I was sitting I was sitting where you're sitting, he said, and the boss was sitting here. He pointed at the chair in which he was sitting. It was a Monday morning and they had had a big weekend, so there was a ton of stuff to do. Usually when I start a new job, the first thing that happens is the person who hires me takes a minute to describe what I'm supposed to do and when, and then throws me out there to do it. I was surprised when the boss asked me if I wanted a cup of coffee. He seemed so unhurried, so unbusinesslike, you might say. No, that wasn't it. The managers corrected himself. He was probably the most businesslike person I had ever met. But it was how he was about his business that struck me. He seemed to be saying what saying that what we are going to talk about was more important was the most important thing on his agenda that day. That discussing my job was more important to him than doing the work that was going to going on at the time. He wasn't hiring me to work. He was hiring me to do something much more important than that. The manager smiled. You know, I never said this to anyone before. It's really strange. But while I'm telling you all of this, it's becoming clear to me why I have so much respect for this place. It's because I have so much respect for the boss. To me, the place is him. Did y'all get that? He says, to me, the place is him. If I didn't respect him, I don't think I would be as good at what I do here as I am. Somehow the idea of what we do here is his idea. And that's what he took so long to communicate to me on that first day. His idea of this place and what that meant to him. What he told me was something nobody has ever said to me before in any job. He said, the work we do is a reflection of who we are. 
Oh my gosh. He says, if we're sloppy at it, it's because we are sloppy inside. If we're late at it, it's because we're late inside. If we're bored by it, it's because we're bored inside. With ourselves, not with the work. The most menial work can be a piece of art when done by an artist. So the job here is not outside ourselves, but inside of ourselves. How we do work becomes a mirror of mirror of how we are inside. Wow, is that powerful or what? That is that was like a slap in the face to me. It's like, Antoine, what are you doing? Yeah, that is powerful. <laughs> what are you, the way you do stuff is a reflection of your insides. What's going in on the, going on on the inside. And so if we are aware of it, guess what? We can change it. I'm late all the time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> So you laid on the inside. Yeah, I'm laid on the inside. <laughs> laid on the inside. And, but we can That's change. This <laughs> no, but it's 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 a beautiful thing. Why? Because we 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 are here. This means so much to me, and I believe it means so much to you as well. If you're getting it, because. I'm here to accept it. I'm in a mental state to really accept it. Would I've been there listening to the ebook revisited with Pam and, and um Kent, what's his name? Susan and um what's what's it? Phil, Phil and Susan. Uh, would I been as attentive? Was I was I ready then to hear what what I read here? This is what this is what why this is uh, so beautiful to me because it hits me where I'm at today in my now where I'm now where I'm looking to take our organization now we have been brought to this place for such a time as this. And if we could take just that chapter and that little excerpt of the next chapter and we can build blockchain everything with that framework in mind that will separate us from everything else and everybody else. Yes. And guess what? We're we're just the geniuses to pull it off. We we got the stuff to Hallelujah. pull it. To pull it off. And that that's incredible. But that's why I started off. I was I was almost in tears. Because I said, God, you 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 did it again. You, you set me up. 
You set me up. And it's because of your grace. It's because of your mercy. It's because of your kindness. It's because of your care. It's because of your love for me. And I had to make it personal that you've done all this. And that makes me so glad. So, so glad. So appreciative. I am grateful. And so when I said that this morning's declarations, I said it with such a, a in the moment, in the now, like, yes, I am grateful now. Yes, I will unlearn, learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I am a genius. I am fearless. I can do this. We can do this. We win. This is what this is. This is what this has. It has inspired me to, I'm telling you, a point of change. But we've been groomed for such a time as this. So it's, it is the nine o'clock hour. We, I, I want us to continue on in this. And I want us to start building our framework from this. We got some other things that we're going to add to it. But this, if we can start off with this mindset of creating an experience for everybody that enters our organization, how that's going to look and this, that. Once we start opening our system, people are just going to love it. And we can do stuff on, on the way. We can keep on going on the path that we're going. But we want to do this. So y'all have a blessed day. We'll see you at the top. We, we need some a couple more information for the... Um, the dispensary lottery. And that was exciting about what I said about her class that she's taking. That's, that's amazing. So if we can get that information I today, uh, we communicated yesterday about it. And then, um, and then, you know, we're going to start putting out bingo again, trying to get some people uh, on bingo. And that's, that's all we got. And let's continue to move forward and do the things that we got to do. Brother Joe, you have something to say before we go? Oh, no, no. I was... See you at the top. Did I have something to say? Yeah, I was looking. Okay. All right, see y'all at the top. Love y'all. See you at the top, love. See you at the top. All right, bye-bye. See you at the top. Twine. Yeah. So we not staying on. I have a um, 